thank you, O Lord, for receiving your word. When two or three are gathered in your name, Father, your presence is in your midst. Father, I know that your presence is in our midst to start today. And I pray, O Lord, that this evening, we are going to answer us our prayers. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus, come against every covering cast, everything that is going to bring down our prayers. Whether it is Gabriel's, whether it is born, whether it is yours of any sort, for at this afternoon we will break them and bring them to pieces in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for you are God. Let your name be glorified in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus. Can you do something with me? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I want to announce to you this evening that Jesus is in our midst. It's a surprise to you. The angel that is assigned to this meeting is here present. He's expecting your reactions. What I'm trying to say is that Jesus has come to lose a man and set him free. He has come to lose a woman and set him free. Because what the enemy does is that when you gather in the presence of God to present yourself, you know he's there. You know he gathers also. Are you surprised? Any like children of God, people of God, the enemy is there. And what he does is to begin to bring up your situations before you. So that when you continue to you know, think about it, when you continue to bring down the words, when you continue to Look at it. You cannot behold the glory of God. And that is the start. But this morning, the Lord has broken every shatters. He has broken every covenant. He's bringing down and setting people out of bondage this afternoon in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus. Another thing is that someone here is designed to carry greater anointing this afternoon. Someone here is deep to carry greater to receive God's blessing. If you are the one, can I hear a better amen? amen? There is no one here that is useless. The anointing in you is not useless. God has designed you for a purpose. And if you are here with His presence, you can achieve it. Let us look at Luke, Matthew chapter 6. I would like to read from verse 24. Matthew chapter 6, from verse 24. There are so many things that are changing your prayer topic. And there are so many things that are making your prayers feel relevant. Amen. Amen. Not that Jesus will not answer your prayers. But because of the nature of prayers that you are presenting to him, Jesus will say, you know, in, in Hebrew chapter 7, in the universe, from verse 11, said that the Lord Jesus is there to intercede on daily basis 
for his children. So when you pray anyone and pray other ones, you now come and say, no, this is how, this is what I have been with them. This is what we made. He meant. I want to announce to you, there are so many things at the base of your prayer that will change your prayer topic. For example, if my dog here is looking for a professorship, Hallelujah. You know the nature of his prayers. Oh God, anything holding my professorship, let it break down to shame in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus. Oh God, lift, release my promotion. Hallelujah. You know, it is time now that we come to the presence of God, not to, you know, begin to categorize, categorize, what we want. It is time for us to come to the presence of God and begin to demand for what we can do for Jesus. That is why he said, let's go to this verse, Matthew chapter 6 from verse 24. I would like to read those places and I would like you to cook so many things. If you are there, can I have, can I see your hand? Praise the Lord. Okay. Dr. Nehawa, if you have uh, King James, can you read for me? Okay, is there? Okay. No one can serve two masters. Why not you will take one? You want one more to Please just be mindful of the first therefore. Nor yet for your body what you shall put on. It's not the life more than meats and the body more than raiment. Behold the fowls of the air. For they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into bands. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. And ye not much better than they? Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubic unto his stature? And why take you thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the fields, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you, that even Solomon, in all his glory, was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is, and tomorrow is cast into the moon, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Therefore, take no thought, saying, the tongue, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or withal, wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things the Gentiles seek, for your heavenly Father knoweth that you have need of this all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things are added unto you. Take therefore no thought for tomorrow, for tomorrow shall take thought of the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the people that are. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 
If you are here with me, can you see a greater amen? You see, this saga was between Jesus and his disciples. And these things you see here, this issue, you know, was blocking the disciples from understanding who their master is. This issue here is blocking so many people from seeing Jesus. They were with Jesus, and one day, after the other, they will get Now, you will go very high and watch the other. Now, go behind this. I saw the American American. And then we will go to the other. And now, I will go to the other. And then, you know, they began to compare. They began to, you know, not knowing that Jesus understood their thoughts. He began to wonder. The first, therefore, he said, Therefore, I say unto you, take no thought, drop the whole worries about this life. And this man persisted. <coughs> you know, maybe when you see your colleagues, your kind of prayer and honor to Jesus changes. That's why I said that today, the Lord will liberate somebody and set him free. Yeah. This man sitting right there with Jesus has still been disturbed by issues of life. They've never asked him of anything and he has not done it. When they are hungry, he provides food. When they needed money, they ask him to go to the fish and do what? And collect money. But because of issues of life, this man. We are scrambling for things that doesn't matter. And that is what we see in fellowship. That is what we see in churches. Because of the issues of today, there is a lot of worries. A lot of things when you ask somebody to pray, he will begin to pray for these worries. And he said, if you worry from today to tomorrow, it cannot be a prayer. Amen. It cannot change what anything. But Jesus was aware of the event. Maybe before we close, I'll try to break down to show the people how this things blocks them from knowing who Jesus is. Not minding that they are in the church. Not minding that they are the fellowship leaders. You know, Peter was there, Paul was there. They don't even know the man. Not even see him very well to know who he is. But here, Jesus, knowing their thoughts, says in verse 33, seek him first in the kingdom. I want to change your pattern of prayers because it has affected my life so much. He said, seek him first, what? The kingdom of God. I begin to ponder about what is seeking. It is not go and look for. It is a continuous search for something. It is an aggressive look for something that is there for you. You need to seek vigorously for something that you want. 
your son comes at you, know, this children of this day, send him for an errand. Now bring the cup on top of that place. He will go and come back quickly. That I didn't see it. And when you give him a tap, what happens? He will go and the cup will appear. What am I trying to say? Seeking is something that is going to take you something. It has a price for you to pay. It is not just something you you come in and walk out with it. That is why when the CP is talking about commitment, when you want to see Jesus, it is all about commitment. Hallelujah. When you want to touch life's prayer, it is all about commitment. For example, when we go to John chapter 20 verse 15, you will see where Mary Magdalene came with to the door. You know, when, when she came to the door, she saw that they have taken away the stone. And she ran back, you know, to call Peter and John. And they raced down to that place. Immediately, Peter looked. He looked and said, Ah, they have taken this man. And he did what? He left with John. And Mary Magdalene was desperately doing what? Seeking and searching so that this captain cannot happen. And that is why the psalmist said, That he that dwelleth in the secret place. Oh, I need you to connect with Reba to know what is secret place. You can't just read Bible and understand it. Satan read Bible more than you. And he knows the word line by line. He can quote it. But I want to tell you, when you connect to Reba, he gets confused. Hallelujah. Is somebody understanding me this afternoon? When you read the word and connect with the realm and the power that is instituted in this world, when you, you exude the power, the enemy gets confused. That is why God said in Corinthians, you let a kill it and the spirit give it what? Life. And the spirit give it what? Am I confusing us? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So because Mary understood what she wants, she was seeking for Jesus. And I want to tell you, when you are seeking for Jesus, it's a personal affair. He don't need James and John. Because the way Jesus will meet you is not the way you meet the other people. It is not a mob action. Hallelujah. It is a personal thing. The kind of pressure in you cannot be the same pressure in someone else concerning the matter. That is why when you say we want to pray, you come with your own pressure and your own body. So that when you begin to connect to heaven, one hour you have not finished presenting your case. So they were searching, that is why when Jesus appeared, he said, This woman, what are you seeking? Who are, who are you? Who seekers thou? So I used to get to the He said, Who are you seeking for? The man said, I'm looking for Jesus. This is this, this, that, 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 that. He called him Mary. Well, that's why 
she, you know, she's supposed to be the first saint. No, the first apostle. Do you know that some people can gather like this? And one of them gathered because they want to see Jesus. So what they gather because they might they know that Satan asked them why they did not come to fellowship today. Some people might gather because they know that Satan can make them laugh. Maybe today you don't laugh so much. Hallelujah. When you look, go to Luke chapter 8, from verse 40 to 45, there is an incident that happened to that place. Can we say it briefly before we begin to? Luke 8, 40 to 45. Sorry, 40. So it was when Jesus returned that the multitude welcomed him in the church and in the fellowship, for there we are all waiting for him. That is what we are doing here. We are waiting for Jesus. Continue, please. And behold, there came a man named Jairus, and he was a ruler of the synagogue. And he fell down at Jesus' feet and begged him to come to his house. And what happened? For he had an only daughter about 12 years old of age, and she was dying. But as he went, he was to drown him. Praise the Lord. Do you not understand what happened there? Please, can you keep that place for us? Many people were waiting for Jesus. And they wake up him. None of them has an issue. None of them came with an issue that Jesus would tackle for him or her. And one man, they said, God said that one man came, Jairus, and now fell on Jesus and said, This is my own problem. And Jesus did what? Abandoned these people and began to follow somebody that has an issue. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because some people will gather here endlessly. That will not be a question in the mighty name of our Lord. The Lord is still liberating men as we are talking because the word of God gives life. Amen. So he said that as she was dying, but okay, the other side. So many people were struggling to him. And they were singing for a song. They are welcoming Jesus. Without any vision, without any aim. Now, a woman having a flow of blood for 12 years, who has spent all his life full of physician and could not be healed by any, by any, came from behind and touched the border of his garment, and immediately her flow of blood stopped. Okay? I, I guess we, are, we know this story. So as Jesus came, many people gathered as they gathered here. And when a man that has vision, that has issue, that's why I said people gather because of something or wanting or the other. But we gather that then he said in the psalm, he said, why, why do I go to the house of the Lord? He said, I went to the house of the Lord that I may behold what? His glory. And to inquire from him 
things to come. Hallelujah. There are some people that are like this woman today. He did not gather with them. She did not gather with them. Why? He has an issue of blood. That was then. There's no way you can manage blood flow or women monthly cycle. There's no way. The only way is for them to sit at home upon a stone or something like that. That's how we breathe. And that is why they say women should not come to church then. But now they have a better way of handling issues. But this woman was not part of the crowd that gathered. But because she has an issue, a point in her heart, she said, Today I must see Jesus. And I know there is someone like that today who has come not only to behold his glory, but to terminate his problem on his foot. The woman Jesus was passing, the woman struggled not finding the the order. People who have seen a number of things. He said, Today I know that this man has been healing. He's going to be my own portion today. And as he said, people are talking on him the same way he touched the man. So many people have gathered and been touching him without any aim. And immediately he touched Jesus. She touched Jesus. Jesus said, Ah, something has happened. Power has left me. Power has left me because someone that is dead crashing has done something what special. And he said probably his blood, her blood flow stopped. If you go, can you go up? Can you go up? 45. And Jesus said, Who touched me? When all denied, Peter and they that were with him said, Master, they want to trump thee and press thee. And you say, Who touched me? But the man knew because he was going to Jairus' house. He knew that something has happened. That there are two people that he's attending to. Jesus is not interested in crowd. I told you if you, are, if you come here to pray. You have your own treasure and your own body. And it is you alone that will be seeking Jesus. Hallelujah. But in my dispensation, I have discovered that there are so many things that make people want to seek Jesus. I have what Jesus was saying in this Matthew chapter 6. Why are you worried? Worry. Therefore, I said unto you, take no thought. I find that there are so many things that can make somebody to sit on this seat. You know, his coming is of no essence to him. You just want to be where others gather. You know, maybe to forget about his sorrows, you know, to socialize with others. But Jesus discovered that what worries can do to some people. 
In verse 25 of that, 28 of that, 31 of that, and 34, Jesus was able to be point about the worries of life. Talking about clothing, talking about house, talking about food. The normal thing is said that Jesus can offer you these things when you seek the kingdom of God. Worries about life and its cares divides our attention and faith in crisis. Worries can make you not, you know, understand the pattern of your prayers. You know, initially one time here I was talking about a man called a friend coming to you every day. What it comes to you to do is to knock a kingdom. Hallelujah. Every dog you are knock a kingdom. Every that is your friend. If Jesus says we are his friend, at least a point in time we come in our life, we ask him, what do we do for you? Give us an assignment. And I want to tell you, if you take up an assignment for Jesus, those things you fight for will come at your bosom. Another thing that can make someone to deviate from looking, from seeking for the kingdom of God. It's what I saw in 2 Kings chapter 4. 2 Kings chapter 4. Issues of life. And the Bible says, And a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophet cried out to Elijah saying please I want you to be observant this woman is a wife to a prophet she's a born again Christian her husband is a prophet so I don't know what else to say again saying your servant my husband is dead and you know that your servant feared the Lord He's a good Christian, he belongs to Kalisin, Alpha, anything you can think of. And the creditor is coming to take my two sons to be his slaves. Hallelujah. You have been in the church. You have been serving the Lord. Yet, issues of life is still doing what? Press. And that is why Paul said, what can separate us from the love of God? So Elijah said to her, what shall I do? Tell me what you have. Let's not just only verse 1 is Someone can be in the church and be praying and be doing the work of the Lord and the issues of life will continue to press. Do you remember Stephen? They said that is the mind full of what? Anointing. In fact, he can see heaven. Is it not? But in time came, Saul grabbed him and did what? And killed him. And when some people looked at that, he said, 
they, they begin to think about these issues. What has happened? That this woman who has been a wife to a prophet or a prophet like himself cannot even feel himself. And now creditors are coming to take these, his children as debt as a slaves. So, so many issues of life can, you know, can break, can be a a, a stumbling a blocking stumbling block before you to present your matter before the throne of grace. This issue can cast a lot before you and cover your intents. Another thing that can make a man not to seek the law is comparison and competition. Comparison and competition, especially in our marriage life, especially in our business, especially in our working areas or office. When you begin to compare yourself with others, it begins to generate a prayer that God cannot answer. When you begin to compete with somebody, I've seen a man that is jogging and running. Someone saw him with the pace of his jogging and started running after him. He started a competition, whereas the man is not interested in his competition. When he ran some miles, he looked back, he didn't see the man again, not knowing that the man has pranks to his house. Why are you saying that Christians go into competitions, most especially ministers? Ah, this man started today, he has, oh, he has good uh, 10,000 capacity. What are we doing? And you begin to check your prayer, prayer topic, you put pressure on your congregation. You begin to extort money and call it offering. So there are so many things that can make someone not to seek the Lord. There are so many things that can make someone not to wait for the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now, how do we seek the Lord? That is why we are here today. How can we seek the Lord and the benefits of seeking the Lord? Number one is to study the world. Proverbs chapter 13, verse 5. Study the world. I've given an iota of how to study the world. Study is not to read. You can read your novel and acquire knowledge. When you study the word of God, you understand the meaning of the world. And you allow the spirit of God to explain and to bring out the reason for writing that word for you in particular. Proverbs 30 verse 5. He said that your, the word of God is pure. And it is a shield unto a believer. Hallelujah. So when you study the word of God, not only that you are, you are taking life unto you, 
You are bringing the shield and the hand of the Lord upon your life. You are bringing the covenant of the Lord unto your life. Hallelujah. Lord is what we have come to do today. Prayers. With prayers, you can enforce a change in your family. You know, we are discussing about prayer this morning, and uh, there's a word they use. They use the word pursue. And when we begin to look at that word, we find out that it is a continuous. Service, continuous doing of something. When we are pursuing something, it's a continuous move to get what we want. So prayer has a lot of things to do in the life of a child of God. If you go to Luke chapter 18, we find out that a woman, a widow, Bible is so sweet. He said that the woman is a widow, which means he has no connection. She has nobody to speak on her behalf. She has a lot of limitations. But prayer has been her weapon. And virtually every day he prays. After praying, you go to the game. And you can okay. Vindicate me. And the king who said, Will you get away this woman? This kind of people don't come to my office. And the woman will go. After tomorrow, he did what? She'll do what? She'll come again. And she continued to put pressure. And she continued to persuade the king. And the king said, I know that I do not fear God. I know that I don't fear God. Neither do I fear man. But because I don't want this woman to bring me down, I will answer him. Do you know the kind of government we have today? They don't fear God. Neither do they do what? Fear man. But I want to tell you, with prayers, you can break forth the final ground in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus. It is not a job. Testimonies are bad. My sister said he wants to be a principal. That she has she has come to the stage of being a principal. So I don't know how to I'm not in government. So I don't know how to run this thing. So but I know how to do one thing. Every day we present it before the throne of mercy of God. Father, your daughter missed a promotion. Amen. And I was out one day. She called me when I was in Kodistic. I said, they called her and gave her an appointment letter. I sent her to us to go there and become a principal. And uh, you know, we cannot comprehend. He said that there are more than 3,000 people on the list waiting to be made principal in so many secondary schools. 
then there is no vacancy. But I know that prayer can bring down the hand of God in every situation. When that woman prayed to Elisha, Elisha answered her prayers. There is something that happened here one certain time. I have a very serious challenge with the banks. You know, I came here, I went to one of our brother here, and I asked him, how can I manage this issue? That's where I derive this topic, seek first the kingdom of God. So when I approached him, because I knew him, he's our brother, so I approached him, and I began to ask him, how do you manage all these bags? I'm in trouble with them. I'm running deficits. I have issues with their loan. And uh, when I was asking him that question, there's a lot of things he said. This other people is here. NIPP is here. You know, so many people at their cluster waiting for him and for answers. So he did not understand what I asked him. And I found out that he has a lot of challenge. But one day he was ministering here. He has been ministering. One day he was called upon to minister here. And he was telling us a story how during the CCD or something, something like and issues. I said, Yes, this is the answer to my question. He said, Because he seeks the Lord. He was able to overcome. I said, okay, if we have finished the matter now, I carried that topic, the checks and everything concerning that bank to the throne of mercy of God and to my altar. Every day we continue to pray as a family concerning the issue. Every day we continue to write. Every day the bank people come to my house. You can imagine. Whenever you finish your morning devotion, somebody is knocking at your door. The bank managers of the bank, yeah, all of them will gather in my house after the devotion. The Lord made me strong. But I want to tell you today, after so many writings and agreements, we went to bank last two months and they said that the issue has been taken care of. And I never knew. And I remember you that a lawful captain can be set free. It is only what prayer can, can do that. Hallelujah. Amen. I know where we can see the Lord is in our praises. It's our praises. How we praise God. I went to the hospital on Sunday. My, my ministry, my choice has slept here in Jukum. So if I can't preach, if I don't have service in the morning, if I'm not the one preaching, and the one preaching in the, in the world. So I went to the world to preach. You know, when you go to the world, you come out, you need to give testimonies. Hallelujah. If you have been to the world, if you, in fact, during the COVID, there are some people you, the hospital cannot ask to go. And they are saving. So I went to the world to preach. 
came to that world, I saw a lot of issues. And I was, I was, you know, I was weak in my spirit. I said, where do I start from this, from this book? I said, okay. If you're happy in this one, can you give us a song? And one woman began to praise the Lord. And I thought I look at his, at his son. Okay, I'm the husband. I said, what is this woman doing? She began to praise the Lord. And I look at her husband sit there. In fact, if it is me, I'll write it off. Go and plan for the wedding. That this woman has the impetus in the presence of God to begin to raise her and say, We thank you, Jesus, for what you are doing. And I changed my topic immediately. If you see God first, every of your worries will be taken care of. I want you to be on your feet. If you have persist in prayer concerning a matter, concerning a matter, heaven will open up and you will receive an answer in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus. But I want to remind you, you cannot be asking someone that is not your father for a for a gift. That is in Agadiro. What I can have for daddy, daddy. In the child, I don't know what you never get. So if you are not a child of God, if you are not connected, if you have not had an encounter with Jesus, that is where all these things can become effective. That is where you can have a pressure in your heart concerning an issue and you begin to pray for that matter. That woman has received Jesus, he has seen Jesus, heard about Jesus, he has, he has felt that when she touched this man, I'll be what? I'll be set free. My problem will stop. The prophet knew that when he speaks to the man of God, and the man of God will raise his voice and pray that it is well with me. It is not a small matter. It has, you must have an encounter with Jesus for you to believe that that he is doing will work in your life. Do you know that these apostles, they were struggling with issues of life. They, did, they don't understand the, the, the capacity of Jesus. That is why when they, they after this preaching, they were trying to go over to the other side and they boarded the boat. And the storm of life came. He began to push the boat. And they began to struggle. You know, the first instant, they began to struggle with the boat, to wrestle down the boat. They began to pour away the water. And they began to call Jesus. When they, when they finished their strength, they went to Jesus and said, 
you did not care that we are dying here. And what Jesus did surprised them all. He said that he spoke to the wind. He said, peace and be still. And the wind became calm. And they were at their own amazement. Those that have been following Jesus. Jesus can speak to any situation and it will remain still and peace will come upon that situation and it will close his mouth and shut up in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus. I don't know the pressure you are facing. I don't want to know the pressure. But what I know is that the person we are in his house, he has the capacity to address that situation. Whether you want to be a governor, you know why I say this and I smile is that some people can come here and ask the Lord, we want, I want to be a governor. And you begin to pray. And you begin to pray. When God make them governor, they will disappear. So when I know that the Lord has had prayers for those ones that seek him first, those people that has his assignment, those people that has a project for the kingdom of God. As you are praying, I want you to ask the Lord to give you a project. Let us forget about, I need a house, I need a husband, I need a wife. Ask God for a project. In that project, God will locate you. I want you to open your mouth and begin to pray that prayer. It mustn't be in the church. It mustn't be in the fellowship. It might be in your street. It might be in your office. Take up a project for the kingdom.
are in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus. Every storm of life, I want to announce to you, has a spirit behind it. You might be seeing the storm, but there is a spirit behind that storm. This afternoon, this evening, I want you to raise your voice against that spirit. Begin to bring down every spirit that is working against you, that is working against your family, that is working against your ministry, that is working against your business. Every spirit that is speaking behind that song, we come against you this evening, we come against you this night, by the prison power of our Lord Jesus, we bring you to nothingness, we break you to pieces by fire. Is it your son? I want you to rebuke the spirit that is behind my actions. Is that is behind his actions? Is it your child? Is it only thing that is every storm comes with the spirit behind it? Begin to burn that castle's gate. Begin to destroy it by we pray in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus. When an altar begins to fight against the person, do you know what Satan does? He will come to bring a different reason. He will display so many reasons to you so that you cannot see the spirit man that is behind the trouble. You'll be looking for a physical person that is in charge. So this evening you are going to pray that anything that is taking you away from coming to Jesus from praying and presenting your prayer to Jesus. Let it be scattered, let it be scattered, let it be scattered. Anything that is not allowing your prayers to be presented to Jesus, anything that is making you to follow reason, one thing or the other, that is causing you to do that. I want you to speak every storm has ear. They listen to what you are saying. They listen to what you are saying now. Begin to buy them, begin to reject them. Begin to reject them, begin to cause them from their dark roots. They will not survive. We pray in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus. Amen. Every trouble that comes to you has a mission. Do you know that? Amen. Amen. Every storm that comes to you has a mission. So we are going to pray that all their mission be scattered in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus. Begin to pray up here. Begin to raise your voice. Every of every trouble. Even in this nation like here, their mission is, is written boldly. They can, they can execute it through hunger. They can execute it through humiliation and intimidation. 
the one that gave kings. And the Lord says again, I read it in the affairs of men. I know that through your prayers, things can change. Things can change for your crew. Jesus, the richness that we have prayed. Amen. Amen. 